Welcome to show number 199 of Sunday Social here with you right through till 8 o'clock. I'm Vaughan Davis and every week I try and start the show with a meaningful song, a song that relates somehow to the week that's just gone or the topic ahead. Tonight I thought, screw it, let's just play the monkeys. Let's just play the monkeys. That's going to be a cracker of a show tonight. As always, I'd love you to text me 3920 keyword live. That'll pop up on one of the 15 screens here in front of me in the heart of the news hub. You can tweet me, tweet me at Vaughan Davis, and I would love to tweet you right back. Later on, later on, she's famous. She is in charge, and she's back, Anna Connell. Anna Connell, and she's going to be getting funky with your face. Because we need an app for that, don't we? We need an app to get funky with our faces. She's got one of those. A whole new way of shopping. Now, if, if you're a regular listener, you would have heard about this before. I've got an update on the new way to shop. It's a Kiwi innovation. And, of course, hashtag faff swag. I say that like I know what it means. Faff swag. We've got some faff swag for you. First, though... Colouring books. Colouring books are something most of us will remember from growing up. Or in fact, most, some of us might remember from that short-lived adult colouring thing that happened about a year ago, lasted for three months, and for the next nine months, Paper Plus was full of 90% off adult colouring books. These days... Colouring has taken on a modern twist with augmented reality technology letting you use a smartphone to turn a two-dimensional colouring book into a three-dimensional adventure. Now, one company leading the way is Titan Ideas. And they're not just from New Zealand, they're not just from Auckland, they're from just round the corner here at Radio Live in Eden Terrace. They've recently partnered with Ngāti Whātua Auraki to create a colouring book to teach the alphabet in Te Reo Māori. Founder Abi Kala joins me. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Juan. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, let's just... Um, we always promise people we're not going to bedazzle them with, uh, with jargon and yep. bits and pieces on the show. So let's just start. You have got an augmented reality colouring book platform. Mm-hmm. Let's just explain in really simple terms what augmented reality is. Well, so the simplest way will be you live in a physical world. Yeah. I don't. I live on the internet. I descend to the physical world to, you know, take a shower and, and, and eat, a, eat a sausage now and then, but I live on the internet. So, so imagine now that you could have virtual objects in that physical world floating around that you could interact with. That's pretty much what augmented reality is. So I can be looking at... Well, this sounds like a Friday night. Um, yeah. I, 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 could be, I could be looking at, uh, at the room and there'll be something three-dimensional floating in my view that doesn't really exist but that looks, doesn't looks really like exist. it's real. Yeah. And now the only difference is that we are using different mediums at the moment. Like you can do it via your phone, but where we are going in the future is you will have this technology embedded into your contact lenses. So you will live in a world where you'll have... You won't be able to separate the physical and the virtual world. Right. So at the moment, it's as viewed through your phone. And I guess some, some listeners might uh, might have caught the, the, the Pokemon Go craze, yes. which was about mm, 18 months ago, Absolutely. where kids, mainly kids, 
were looking through their phone camera at the street and instead of just the street, there'd be a couple of little monsters Absolutely. running around. So that's augmented reality. Yes. Just, just by comparison then, because we hear this term a lot, hmm. what's virtual reality? Something different, right? It's extremely different. It's really interesting. I'll give you a definition by, uh, given to me by a kid who we took through a virtual reality experience. His name is Bo. And he said, after the experience, I asked him, what do you think virtual reality is? And he said that virtual reality is like there's an app and you go inside the app. Right. And from Kit's point of view, it totally made sense to me because that's what virtual reality is. It dis disconnects you from this reality. You're totally in a virtual environment. So augmented reality, you're taking what is there, the real view of the world, or in your case, the view of a colouring book, and you're adding something imaginary and digital. Uh, virtual reality, you're, you're going into that world entirely. So let, let's talk about Zippy's Tales, which is the, the platform that you've created over mm -hmm. the last couple of years. How does Zippy's Tales apply that you know, quite high-tech idea of augmented reality to something, you know, I remember when I was five years old and hadn't changed much, a colouring book? Well, so what we're doing here, so, so let me give you a context of what Zippy's Tales is. So Zippy's Tales is a transmedia storytelling experience. A transmedia uh, storytelling yes. experience. So, so transmedia is using multiple platforms to tell the same story. But with each platform, we are telling different parts of that story. So one, of, one aspect of that experience, overall experience, is this coloring book. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so Zippy's Tales is a transmedia storytelling experience. Uh, geared towards providing life lessons and knowledge to kids from cultural stories. Right. I want to talk about that aspect of it a little bit later, but yeah. let's just let's look at the nuts and bolts here. So you've okay. got in front of you what looked like your stock standard colouring book pages. Absolutely, just yeah. just you know, big thick lines that are easy to colour you know, in between. Yeah. Uh, but they are black and white pages. Yes. So talk talk me through how, how that, you know, somehow becomes a right, magical. So Yep, so the experience is, well, you print out these sheets. You can print them out from a, from the, from our app or from the website. But once you've got the printout, kids can color in the sheets. So all these shapes that are there. So, for so, example... So, so far, so normal. We, we, yep. we color so in the shapes. So you have Aroha. There's a heart, beautiful heart with pattern. You color it. But when you look through the app, the heart comes alive in three-dimensional space in front of you. And it has colours projected on it. Yeah. The colours that kids have coloured. So we, we were playing with this uh, just before we went to air. So we've, we've got this, this colouring in book. We get out the coloured pencils. And, and you're probably one of the few adults who never leaves home without a set of coloured pencils. Nope. And you, 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 know, you get your red, blue, yellow, whatever on there. Mm -hmm. Then you open the app on your smartphone, look at the page through your camera. Mm -hmm. And instead of that coloured in thing being flat your coloured in thing is floating above the page in three dimensions with your colouring on it. So on it, that makes yes. it, every, every little scribble, is, every little is, scribble. Is, is right there floating above the page. Absolutely. Is, and that's what creates that association for kids because it's their personal object coming alive in three-dimensional space. It's, it's not just a little mermaid hovering, no, hovering above no. the page. It's, it's, they it's, created it's it. Creation. It's their own and it's coming alive. And after that, if you touch that object on your phone screen, you can interact with it. You can move it. But the minute you touch it, the voiceover of Zippy tells you that alphabet and how to pronounce it right in Maori. So, so from from just something kind of cool and um, uniquely yours and, and animated, it, it then then kicks off into uh, into a little story. So that that's a pretty cool technology. And I might might post a uh, I might tweet I might tweet a little video of that later on, so you can you can see how that works. So Zippy's tales. Mm -hmm. 
you talk about telling cultural stories, and I, I want to get to the Te Reo Māori alphabet thing a little bit later on, but Zippy's Tales, telling cultural stories, tell me about those. Well, so, so the idea of Zippy's Tales is uh, to create a project that provides really strong foundation to children in terms of emotional well-being. So the thing is, we live in a very connect, globally connected world, but we're culturally very disconnected at this point. And what hap- happens as a matter of fa- because of that is lots of people are losing self-identity. And what we're trying to do here is using Zippy, Zippy as a mascot to tell these stories. Zippy lives on a floating tree in space, comes down through a magical portal into any mythology, legend, or a folktale. So through Zippy, you're learning lessons from these stories, which have been there from generations. And they teach you uh, about perseverance. They teach you about character. They teach you about responsibility, conditions of success in life, which are not told by textbooks. So that's what the premise of Zippy's Tales is. So what, why have you chosen to focus on these, these cultural stories, these mythologies? What's what, right, you know, because you could tell lots of stories, right? Yeah, you, you but could, you, you could tell absolutely, absolutely. But the beauty know, of mythology stories, everyone loves a pirate story, yeah, absolutely. But the beauty of mythologies is, uh, so these days we have these textbooks, right? In those times, in earlier times, there was these mythologies that enabled you, they were transferred from people to people, they enabled you to live a successful life. So they do have lots of lessons which we are missing out on because we are not getting them at a younger age. Well, it used to be a potent way of, of uh, you know, conveying a sort of a mix of morality and fuckapapa, right? Absolutely. And, uh, and Stephen Fry, you know, the um, English comedian author guy, just yep. b- brought out a whole entire book about Absolutely. Greek myths, which is, uh, on the face of it, a strange thing to do in 2018, yeah, yeah. but actually quite relevant. Yeah, and, and we live in a time where, like, this is from a research and lots of factors, but I'll give you a gist of it next 30 years are going to be really difficult for humanity, right? Because we're going through a lot of technological development that will lead to a lot of loss of jobs. And, like, we will need these lessons to persevere through that time. Knowing some skills is not going to help us. Knowing these lessons which will enable our character to be strong is what we need at this time. So... So that's why that's why we focused on mythologies, legends, and folk tales to reinvent these stories, to tell these stories to children at a young age, so that they develop a really strong foundation. So one of the things you're working on now is in partnership with Nati Fatua Oraki, and I want to talk about that Absolutely. after the break. Talking yes. to Abby Carla from uh, from Zippy's Tales. Back soon. Your portal to the world of tech and social media. It's Sunday Social with Vaughan Davis. On Radio Live. Hey, welcome back to Sunday Social. We're talking colouring books, but with a twist. Abby Colour from uh, Zippy's Tales. Welcome back to the show. Thanks. Pleasure <laughs> to be here. I just... It's good, it's good to have you here. It's, well, it's Sunday night, Sunday night, pretty relaxed. It's a relaxed time of the week, a very relaxed time of the week. Um, we were talking before the break about uh, how your augmented reality technology turns a two-dimensional black and white and then coloured in colouring book page into a floating sort of 3D ball of goodness. Yes. And your latest project is quite close to home. Tell us about that. That's your collaboration with Nati Fatima. Oh, that's right. Oh, I, was, I was looking at you going, what? That was, that was, that was a segue. Yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. Like, so, so, so as you know, Zippy's Tales is about telling cultural stories from all over the world. Yeah. And we are starting from New Zealand. This is where we are. And uh, cultural appropriation is one very important thing that we are really strong about 
when we're working with these stories. And that is where we formed a collaboration with Nati Fatawaraki so that we are making sure that we are doing it right, all the stories that we tell. And together with Nati Fatawaraki, we decided to give community of New Zealand this gift, this Māori alphabet book, which is absolutely free. Anybody can use it anywhere all over the world uh, to just showcase Zippy in the right light. Um, so that's our collaboration now. So now we are working on stories of New Zealand and we are also working on the EV stories. So the very first thing you've done is an alphabet book. Talk me through from, from start to finish. If, mm-hmm. if I want to download and use this, what, will, what do I have to do and what will I see and, and what will it teach me? Okay. So what you'll have to do is you'll have to go on Android or iOS store. You search for Zippy's 3D coloring app. You find that, you download the app. Once you've downloaded it, there's a print button in the app. You click on it and you can print the alphabet book. When you do that, you email that book to yourself. So it pop-up opens, you type your email address and the app sends the PDF to your email address. You take the PDF from there, you print it out and then you just color and play. And then while you're coloring, it gives you the entire alphabet, the Mari alphabet. And then you color in objects they come alive when you look at them through the app. If you touch any object, uh, Zippy's voiceover tells you about that alphabet and how to pronounce it right in Tereo Māori. And so A, in fact A isn't A, A is A, and A uh, yes. is for, not for Apple, but for Aroha. Aroha yeah. And the picture is of? A heart. Aroha is love. And, and so on and so on down through the alphabet. I, 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 I see that I, or should I say E, is e? for Ika. Yeah. So, so it's a fish. Eco is a fish. So yeah. when, when did this, how, how long did this take to develop? What's, what's the story? What's the story um, of this uh, colouring book? The story of this colouring book uh, is, well, we, when we started Zippy Stills, I really, we had this idea of gifting this book to the community and mm-hmm. we didn't have enough resources, resources and we didn't have the right collaboration. And that's where we approached Nati Oraki. And they came on board. They loved the whole entire idea. And it was amazing how active, like I could clearly see that they understood the innovation. They understood the aspect, how it will contribute to the community. It was, for them, it was all about the mana. And it was beautiful. Like we, like in two days, we just signed up the project. They contributed, they sponsored the project. And we were able to deliver the book in, you know, I think four weeks. Four weeks? Yeah, four weeks. You so don't do anything on the internet in four weeks. Yeah, That's insane. We were able to deliver it, and that is what we have prepared uh, as, a, as a company on our own. We have a platform which is like a Lego blocks of mm-hmm. you know, different technologies, and so we can output it faster than anyone else. Uh, we just needed the right partner board where it means something to the people. To get, to get some meaningful, or authentic content. Absolutely. Now... now you, you're clearly um, a, a deep thinker with regards to the, the purpose of yes. Zippy's Tales and, and where it fits in the world in terms of, you know, not just telling pirate stories or mermaid stories. No, 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 no. no offence, pirates and mermaids out there. Yeah. Um, but you, you must then have thought about, well, aren't we just pulling kids onto screens when perhaps there's, there's been enough time on screens already? Yeah, I mean, we thought about it a lot, and that is where this coloring book came in, because here, digital is an extension to the physical object. So you work with coloring sheet, you enjoy it, but you're enjoying it more because you know you'll be rewarded by that object coming alive in three dimensions. So it's no good, unless unless you've got paper and coloring and pencils, Absolutely. nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Like, the way I see it is, 
kids are on screens these days. There's nothing we can do to take them away from screens. Mm -hmm. The only thing we can do is aspire to create meaningful content for kids, which creates a balance in their life so that they are they are interacting with digital devices, but then there's something meaningful. And that's what our promise was from Zippy's Tales, and that's what this brought this coloring book. Because it's got it's got that sort of meaningful underpinning, I guess. You can, Absolutely. You, you could be on a, on a screen with a, a you know a DC superhero, or you could be learning something relevant, relevant to your life. Yeah. How how did you personally come, um, RB, to to be running this company? What's what's been your journey to this? Oh, it's been uh, so. I was doing research at AUT, so I'm a lecturer at AUT as well, and I was doing my research there, and uh, my research was transmedia storytelling, how to tell stories using multiple platforms. Mm -hmm. I personally read a lot of mythologies and folktales in my spare time, and I go through a lot of tough times. So that, that's, a, that's a weird thing to be doing, reading yeah. a lot of mythology and folktales in yeah. your spare time, because I don't, I, don't, I don't know anyone that does that. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, it, like, I've had times where my day will be, it feels like it's just all going downhill, but these stories, they just always pick me up. For example, I remember one day I was missing out on everything, and then this quote from some book I read came to my mind and it just lifted me up. I was just on my feet and I was like, I'm ready to face these obstacles. So it's like when I go into the coffee shop and there's 10 people in front of me, I go, well, you know, if, if Sisyphus could, could put up with his, his trials and absolutely, torments, absolutely. I can put up with this queue in the coffee shop. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So you were at AUT doing research, but now you're running a commercial company. What, what's, the, what's the pathway from one to the other? Well, uh, so AUD has uh, this unit called AUD Ventures, mm -hmm. where they uh, commercialize research. So that's that body. And while I was working on this project, I was demoing this project to them quite a lot. And they saw my passion and they saw what we were doing, how fast we were producing stuff. And that's where AUD Ventures came on board. They gave us the first initial funding mm -hmm. to put a team together. So how, how big a team do you need for something like this? You said you said you you know you you uh, brought out the uh, Tereo Māori um, alphabet book, coloring Absolutely. book, in four weeks. How yeah. many how many people does it take oh, to yeah. do that? It, well, here's the thing: you don't need too many people to do really good stuff. So we are a core team of four people, but four all four of them are extremely talented and extremely focused. We have two other people who work with us, so total six, but mm. four are core all the time working mm. on it. Uh, so I don't think you need that big team to do a lot of projects. It's, it's if they don't have focus and if they're not the right people in the right mix, you might need a bigger team. So I understand what's uh, in it for you to get money from AUT, but why would AUT bother to give you any money at all? What's, what's in it for them? Well, they get equity in this brand that right, will so be the biggest brand, probably. You know? So, so they're, they're, they're hoping um, that when uh, Zippy's Tales takes off and con conquers the world of you know, transmedia storytelling, they'll get yes. a slice of that commercial action. Absolutely, absolutely. And we're happy to give that slice. I mean, they're the first people who trusted us with our vision. I mean, as you uh, would know, that the most difficult is to get the first lot of money, mm -hmm. a lot of investment, someone to trust your vision so much that they say, we're going to put money aside for you. And in the case of AUT, we're going to write a check with someone else's money. Is New Zealand uh, a good place to be doing this? Um, you've, you've, worked, you've worked elsewhere in the world. Yes, Is I New Zealand have. a good place to be? It's the best place. Why is that? It's because um, there are lots of things. I've got goosebumps because I love it here. I always tell everyone, you need to come here if you want to innovate something. One thing is, I think it's just the environment. 
it, no, it's, it's pretty it's a very nurturing it's yeah. oh no I, I would say for a startup for someone who's trying to start something new it's a very nurturing environment there's a lot of love around people are nice and it is a meditative lifestyle there is no stress here right like there's stress but I'm coming from India living in India and I've traveled around Europe and I've seen a lot of things and what we think of stress is not stress well I think it's amazing I always tell people all my friends overseas I say you know Atlantis you know it's here mm. it's right here it's mm. New Zealand it's Atlantis. the lost city it, 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 lost the city lost was never lost it just rebranded to New Zealand just drifted drifted um, a little bit away from the Mediterranean yeah and, and, I mean and here it is and the current innovations if you see I was a big fan of Peter Jackson Sir Peter Jackson with better digital with rocket lab with mm -hmm. you know zero I mean it's it's a beautiful space to be to be innovative because you just can't do it the usual way you have to find new ways of doing things. new ways of working around yeah so you've got the uh the alphabet book in a can that's out, out in the yes. market now what, what are you working on next what's the what's oh the next we are actually we have a very tight release schedule so next uh, february and march we're releasing three more products do you mean do you mean february as in the, this month this next week yeah and the following month we are releasing three more products which are going to define storytelling and augmented reality so they are really be the first to do something like that and we are working with lots of partners on it there's a lot of interest i can't tell you too much but you know you're, so. you're currently telling me nothing <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so but but what we are trying to uh work with is the future of storytelling which is which has been in flat screens so far with augmented reality mm -hmm. it'll enable that new kind of type of storytelling which will be around you you it'll live with you so how can people find out uh you know what you're working on once you have released it absolutely i mean they can follow us uh, they can uh, sign up on our website zippystales.com mm -hmm. uh, and com, and we have a facebook page where we'll actively be releasing snippets of things that we're working on and then of course we have titanideas.com where all the products go so and 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 in the meantime they can go to uh zippy's 3d coloring on uh ios or android and uh, yes. download the app and yes. have, a, have, a, have a play with the today yep. omari um coloring book which is which is kind of cool and you uh everyone loves a prize everyone yes. loves a giveaway yes. Just for you, Radio Live listeners. Well, no, actually for everyone, but you're listening. Um, you've got some iPads to give away, huh? Yes, absolutely. I mean, to uh, to promote our Alphabet Murray book, we are running a promotion on our Facebook page where it's simple two steps to enter the contest, and there are two iPads that will be given out as prize on Tuesday. So, oh, Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday is the end of the competition. It's, it's Sunday already? Yes. Oh, be, you better hurry. So you need to go to Facebook and you need to search, search for Zippy's Tales. Yes. Zippy's Tales and uh, follow your nose after that. Before you know it, you might, uh, you might be streaming, streaming the Sunday Social Podcast from your very own iPad. Hey, Abby Carla from uh, Zippy's Tales, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Juan. Thank you for this opportunity. The latest apps, the World Wide Web, it's Sunday Social with Vaughn Davis. Hey, welcome back to Sunday Social. Had a couple of people uh, texting in during the break asking what was the app we were talking about. Zippy's Tales and particularly uh, Tereo Mari uh, Alphabet Colouring Book, which is really, really cool. I've been having a play with it myself. And you can find that on your Apple or Android app store. Hey, very big welcome to Anna Connell. How are you, Anna? I'm good, Vaughan. How are you? I'm very well. That's I'm good. very well. Did you I've have a nice Valentine's Day? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't do Valentine's Day. That's a tricky. I don't question. do Valentine's Day. No, it was a, it was a lo- it was a lovely day. It was a lovely day, but it wasn't Valentine's Day. It was just a day. It was just a day. It was okay. just a day. It was just a day. Hey, um, but but um, I, I can see why you brought that up. I, know. I can see why you brought just that up. Just giving you the opportunity. That's exactly right. Um, because uh, Valentine's Day is a good time to think about romance scams, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, I mean, what a way to celebrate romance. By, by warning people off warning people of scams. Um, well, you're a woman on the internet. You must have been uh, approached by, uh, you know, unsavoury characters offering offering romance, <laughs> surely, or at least friendship. <laughs> I mean, I'm a man and I've... I've you know, so many and just can't even count them. Well, well, it starts with, you know, it starts with things like, you know, Zlata from wherever wants to... Well, that's a bad name because she's a real woman we probably... Probably both know. Yeah. Um, you know, foreign-sounding uh, sexy woman uh, wants to be your friend on Facebook. Oh, why not? They do. And they follow you on Twitter and they send you emails asking you for money and they do all sorts of things. So NetSafe came out with some really I good always, tips. I always try not to send them too much money. I you don't send them a wee bit of money. I don't have any to send them. Um, it's all tied up. Yeah, but NetSafe came out with some really good tips. Um, if you are out and about... And, 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 and looking for love on the interwebs. Yeah, and you go, oh, is this a real thing? And uh, the the tips the tips they came up with were kind of kind of um, kind of common sense, but there's one at the end which I really like. So uh, we can take turns. So um, moving quickly. So you know, uh, if I may quote the Rolling Stones, "Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name?" <laughs> that that is a great Rolling Stones lyric, but it's a red flag for an online relationship. If, yeah. if you're two emails in and and they've fallen for you, well, you're not that sexy. They quite often read um you are very beautiful i see that a lot in kind of um online scam oh, dialogues no, you are that. very beautiful i never see that do you see that i never see that you're very beautiful they probably I, say you are like very to, witty or something i would to like me. to talk no they're not that complex because it's probably just a robot it probably is just a mm. robot um what's the next clue um so if they start talking about their you know personal problems like they have health problems or family issues or business troubles or any other problems that could be solved with a Cash injection. They're not very sexy, though, personal problems and health problems. No, but they're sort of trying to prey on your emotional vulnerability and, you know, you want to help them out. True. This next one is interesting, and this is pretty subtle. You'd have to be onto it to pick up on this. Um, changes in communication style. So if the, if the tone of voice changes from one message to the next... That could just be, you know, online romance scammers.com just doing a shift change. Yeah, totally. I mean, you, you know, these are not um, just randos, sort of one-off individuals in their bedrooms. These are highly sophisticated and organised scammers who, you know, have sh- they do shift work. <laughs> In a call centre, in a call centre, one 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 day they're they're telling you what your you know your bank balance is, and then oops, it's the other number, it's the romance line. It's romance line. It's the romance line. Um, but uh, often it, it, it never it never even gets beyond the phone call or the uh, the the email, does it? No, and I think that's one of the other really good tips is if they start becoming hesitant about meeting, so they never want to meet, they just want to carry on the conversation via video or, well, they don't even want to do video, but or email or text. No, because oh. then you have to reveal the, the person who's... That's right, yeah. who's sitting in a call centre surrounded by 20 other people yeah. doing doing much the yeah. same thing. And, you know, the last tip, so this is, this is avoiding uh, romance scams on the internet, the last tip, and I love this from NetSafe, and this is a tip that I use... Pretty much any time I'm dubious about anything 
anything on the internet, it's a really quick way to debunk something, reverse image search. And this is this has been in Google for, oh, I don't know how long. It's actually baked into Facebook. There's a button on Facebook for it. Uh, but most people don't know how to do it. So reverse image search. Here's how you do it, folks. You've got uh, a picture of that person you think is the love of your life. It's sitting there on your computer desktop. You've got your Google browser open. Just grab that little image and go, boop. That was computer noises. Um, and pop it into the search window or alternatively click search by image on Google and just navigate your way to the file. And it would look, this is uh, this is like the reverse phone number search. It's yep. just incredibly clever. It'll search the entire internet to see if that photograph exists anywhere else. And, uh, you know, if, if who you thought was uh, Vaughan Davis professing his love for you is actually, you know, um, John McNichol of Portland, Oregon, mm. then that might ring some alarm bells. The um, media have been using it, actually, because there's been this story circulating about people going to screenings of Black Panther, you know, the new Marvel movie. Yes, I haven't seen it yet. My, my teenage son has. Highly recommend it. Really, really want to see it. But stories are circulating. Go? Let's go. I love you, and <laughs> You're beautiful. There's a real life scam. It's a real happening. life scam happening right here. Oh, um, but I can't afford to go to the movie. No. So can you wire me some? Uh, yeah, Western, wire Western me some Union. Cash. Some cash. Um, but they've been using it to debunk these stories about people being attacked by African Americans after the movie, and found right. out that all the images that people are using to spread the stories of these attacks are actually attached to totally different and stories. And they're, they're just stories, that they've gra- they're photos yep. that they've grabbed from the internet somewhere yep. else. And if you've grabbed it from the internet, you can reverse image search it on the internet. It's a brilliant tool. Unhappy face emoji right there. Mm, Cynical emoji. Segue. Do you like that segue? Do you like that segue? Well, um, because... Emoji news, there was a while there, there was a while there on Sunday Social, maybe a year ago, it seemed every week we'd be talking about emoji. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, if there was ever emoji news, I was like, we have to discuss it. Emoji news. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, here's an emoji fact. Here's an emoji fact. How many emoji are there in the world? 157. No, that's not right. Oh. You didn't read my notes properly. So 2,823. That's correct. This year they are adding 150 new emoji to the uh, to the set, and that brings it up to 2,823. Uh, 90% of which are dif- different sorts of sushi, basically. They're, but they're, that counts all of the little different skin tone versions and things like that. Cause yes, it's it not does. That many emoji. Yes, it does. Okay. So, uh, so you know, smiling woman might be available in 10 different skin colours. Mm. And five different hair colours. So, so yeah, it's permutations and combinations, combinations going on there. Yes, because they're going to do emoji for redheads and curly head people now. They are, they are. And That's if I were a redhead, that would excite me very much. But um, it's just, the, it's just the light. It's there's just, just the light. There's it's, it's never the, going to be enough emoji out there because I can every day think of something that there's not an emoji for. There's not a whip emoji. Did you know that? I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, but then I'm, I don't ride a horse. <laughs> So why would I why would I want to know that? Um, what 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 there isn't? Well, there's a preponderance of Japanese foodstuffs, and I wasn't joking about there being every sort of sushi no, you might imagine. They're all there. That's their origin. That is their origin. They mm. they came from Japan. Emoji is a Japanese word. Um, but what, I was thinking about things that are missing, which I would like to see. So you've got the whip. I had no idea you rode a horse or tamed a lion. Um, but uh, I would like to see the pie. The pie because if 
see, Americans are weird. They think pie is a fruity thing mm, with a lattice yeah, top. Yeah, not big on pies. They're wrong. Uh, a pie is an oval thing with mints inside. Uh, I would like to see the uh, the classic uh, crate of booze. You'd like to see uh, the stubbies and the, the ABC, wooden crate? The ABC. Well, mm-hmm. not stubbies, the, the full, full-size bottles. ABC, you know, make your empties go another round. You know those ones? Mm, yeah, um, not me, but I think a lot of people in New Zealand would love Ford and Holden logos because I think a lot of conversations... You know, uh, on the internet involve Ford, Ford versus Holden. Holden. Right, yep. But here's my here's my killer. Here's my killer. This is what the Unicode Consortium, which is the, mm, did you know? You knew. Uh, the worldwide body tasked with appro- or choosing and approving new emoji. Uh, this is what the Unicode Consortium has been hanging out for because unless you know and I don't, there is no unequivocal, perfect way to convey sarcasm on the internet, is there? No, not really. No, I tend to use the crying laughing emoji a lot to signify that I'm not being serious. Oh my God, is that what that means? No, it's not what it means. There is no sarcasm emoji and it's problematic. So I think think this could be New Zealand's gift to the world. Move over, Lord of the Rings. Move over, Jane Campion. Move over, Crowded House. Uh, The Tui logo. Yeah, you've just given their advertising agency the TUI, the TUI logo. a free idea and a mission for the year. Yeah, that is the mission for the year, to get the TUI logo accepted as the universal emoji symbol of sarcasm. Hashtag, yeah, right. Hey, after the break, talking the apps and websites you just cannot do without. Back soon. Nav- Navigate. Navigating the dig- digital, digital landscape. landscape. Sunday Social with Vaughan Davis. Now, welcome back to Sunday Social. I'm not going to talk too loud because there's something rather funky happening in the background. And (coughs) you will not be surprised to know that uh, I'm not the one who found it. Anna, Anna Connell, found something funky on the internet. Have a listen to this. Welcome to the Fab Swag Boat Battles. I'll be your host, MC Queen Kapusi. Let me introduce you to the girls. Battle, yeah. then choose a winner to unlock their story. DJ, pump the beat. DJ, pump the beat. I can't even say that with a straight face. Anna, what are we listening to? This is fafswagvogue.com. Fafswagvogue.com. So, Faf Swag are, they are so hot right now. Um, well, they are now. They are. Taika Waititi has, has talked about the fact that Auckland is on fire because of uh, these guys kind of burning it up. But they are a creative collective of Māori and Pacific LGBTQI artists. Which is very timely. It is very timely because it is Auckland Pride, Pride. Week, Happy day Pride. After, day after the parade. Um, and they have been working together for the last sort of six years. Does it stand for anything? Faf swag. Yeah. I'm not actually too sounds sure. Sounds like it probably does. I feel like it's maybe some kind of slang or, or terminology. I mean, swag means... Swagger? Yeah, or swagger stuff or stuff free. that you get for free. Yeah. And I'm not sure about the faf. I, I did wonder whether it might have been fafafine or something like that, but I don't know that it is, so don't quote me on that. Because they're not all Pacifica, right? No, no, yeah. no, they're not. But they... Just they do the most fantastic performances and host these things called Vogue Balls. So we should we should back up. We should back up and say and say what this website is anyway. Oh, okay. So, so there's this website, right? So the website is these 
these guys, this collective Faf Swag, um, and it is an interactive documentary about them. Um, you go into the site and you can go onto your, on your phone or your. La- I've tried it on my phone and it's just so extraordinarily well done. It works beautifully, but you go in and. You essentially get presented with the crew who are in costumes and things like that, and you pick one of them. They're all dancers. And then then you all... So it's a bit like... Well, clearly, it's a bit like it's like Tekken. It's like a it's like a fighting game. Yeah, like and that you choose your dancer or your sort of fighter. Battles. You're having a battle. Yeah, and then you choose a setting. But all the settings yeah, they're all Auckland. Are all Auckland? Yeah, sorry, Wellington, whatever those other cities are. Um, yes, they're all Auckland. It's like the the Sky Path, Cycle Path, uh, yep. some some grimy car park There's in like Mangari, Manukau. Mangari yeah. Bridge, all, sort of Auckland locations. And essentially they have, um, you pick your dancer and then they battle another one of the Faf Swag crew. So they must have done, so there's five of them, I think. There's six of six them. them. So they must have done 36 yep. filmed dance battles. Yeah, so it was, it's a it's a big collaboration. Taika Waititi's film production company is involved in it. Um, obviously Faf Swag and then a digital creative agency called Resin. And essentially they have a Vogue off. And voguing is a kind of style of dance that's been around, some say since the 80s, um, but there's reference to them in the 60s with... Uh, Madonna Af- made it famous. Madonna made it famous, but it's, n- it's not, it's it's not, not Madonna's. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's, so it was kind of originated in black and Latino communities in Harlem in the 80s, um, and maybe even earlier than that with drag queens in Harlem in the 60s. Um, and it is a, it's a very kind of angular style of dancing. And it does look like, you know, you're familiar with Madonna's voguing. And, and these, they have this battle voguing battle which is actually what they do at their live events as well um and then when you pick your dancer you actually get shown a little documentary about yeah. those people as well so that's the way in that's yeah. the way in so actually what this whole fafswag vogue.com thing is is a completely new and different way to present a documentary because yep. through choosing a a dancer through watching them triumph or, or, you know, fail, you're creating an emotional connection mm-hmm. with them. The things are incredibly well shot and they're, they're all just looking they're stunning. looking like a million bucks. And then by the time the documentary starts, you're already, you know, you're on their side, you're engaged, yeah. you're a fan. Because you've picked them as your yeah. dancer. So you're so yeah. open to this documentary. It's very cool. It's very cool, very clever, and I just, you know, I think these guys are doing some incredible, amazing work, and it's so cool that it's kind of come out of New Zealand because it is being recognised around the world as, as a really awesome piece of work. I love it. It's very cool. Hey, um, Soul Machines. You wanted to talk about Soul Machines, and I'll, I'll sort of set this up. Soul Machines is an Auckland company founded by a guy called Mark Sager who came out of Auckland University. His background is in uh, sort of 3D modelling of characters. He worked on Avatar, created an artificially intelligent thing called Baby X, which was a little virtual baby that, which could see you, react to you, and you could see the mm-hmm. video baby on screen. So far, so good. But their latest move, their latest move, and I think is just a little bit wacky. <laughs> So these guys are the people that have also bought you like virtual assistance with Air New Zealand and the like of that. But they're taking it one step further and now essentially looking at the idea of digital immortality. So working to basically recreate people who have died 
and and make a kind of a pixel and hardware based version of yourself. So even even though Mummy's gone to heaven, mm. you can still Skype her. See, that's too weird, right? I think it's quite weird, mm. and and I don't doubt that if you got enough information about someone's personality, maybe their Facebook profile would be enough, uh, and a good sort of digital model of their face, that you could do this. But just because you can. Doesn't mean you should. No, I don't know. So they say they're working with a very, very famous. Well, not working with. They're trying working to on. working on. It's a, alive. A very, very famous person who who didn't exist when photography was around, and so we don't have a lot of memories of of that that person. But it's kind of like because Justin Timberlake wanted to do a hologram of Prince or something at the Super Bowl shot, and everyone just like people lost. weren't very happy about no, that. No, because were they? it's stupid. But also, also culturally, we we. No matter what our upbringing, no matter what our culture, we all have it's kind of ingrained ideas about death mm. and ingrained ideas about the soul. And death, death, death is death, right? Yeah. And, and this is, I don't know, this is playing God. This is playing God. Uh, but maybe, I don't know, maybe it'll be cool. Maybe it'll be cool and we'll just love it and, you know, I don't know. we'll, we'll ha- hang out. You, you could, you, oh my God! You, you could use it for all sorts of other things. Mm. You could bring back past romantic partners who 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 aren't talking to you, and you could just conjure them up, and you can talk to them all night long. How about that, Anna? Um, anyway, you've got an app for us. I do. You've got an app I for do. us so that makes our face all funky. I know. So it's called Mug Life, and it is unfortunately only available on the Apple App Store, not the Android App Store. So I'm going to have to trust you on this because yeah. I, I I run an Android. Yeah. I saw so someone playing with this, and it looked awesome. It's kind of um, it's kind of fun, but then also has some implications because what it does essentially is you can upload your own photos, your selfies, or whatever. Ideally, ideally a photo of yourself. That's that's the intent. There's no nothing stopping you from doing it with another person though, and that's where the problem comes in. And it will animate it, so it has a series of sort of animations which might be um, little movies or clips from films. There's like Betty White doing a you know kind of Betty White sort of face, and it maps that facial expression and animates your own picture. So you load a static picture and it's... And then suddenly it's got all that needs to animate you. So your mouth moves if your mouth's not moving. Well, you sent me a a video clip earlier of of your your face, a video of you, with the word bum just repeating across the bottom of the screen. And it looked like you were saying bum, 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 Mm. quite compellingly. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Although I think my glasses distorted it a bit. Yeah, I noticed that. Mm. Uh, but also, also wacky things like you can um, map yourself as any emoji. So you know, you can you can have your tongue poking out, or, or yourself crying, or scratching your chin. Yeah, or doing which whatever is you want. It was what Apple have done with their latest iPhones as well. You can have animals. Yeah, that's kind of built in. Yeah. But but the the worrying bit is what? Well, that anybody could essentially take a photo of somebody and. Um, distort it using something like this to make them say something they didn't. So I I could get a clip of you saying, you know, you're an idiot. Yes, so inflammatory. So inflammatory. Mm. Uh, But it would, at the moment, you can kind of tell that it's not quite real. But you know, it'll in, six, in six months, it'll it'll totally, yeah. totally get there. But it's 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 still quite neat. It's still quite it's, good. It's, it's good fun, fun to play now. with. It's fun for now. But as with all of these things, it's important to consider the implications. It's all fun and games yeah. until the, until the robots take over. Yep. Well, the the porno robots. That's that's kind of because well God. well no we t- we spoke about this um, a couple of shows ago. There's a thing called deep faking. Which is exactly this. It's it's mapping people's faces onto other onto, onto video 
of other people's bodies and it's uh, a slippery slope oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it is once more proof that you cannot believe your eyes hey that brings us to the end of the show thank you so much Anna for joining us thanks Vaughn thank you Abby Carla from Titan Ideas Sarah O'Dwyer back in the booth stay tuned for Graham Hill and the Weekend Variety Wireless I'm Vaughn Davis 99